0: What is a mastermind? Some say a brilliant thinker with original ideas. Others, a safe space for communication. I say both. Join me, Letitia Cotto, as I chop it up with some of the dopest masterminds in the music business. We talk music, mindset, and everything in between. Let's get a poppin'. What's good, it's your girl Letitia Cotto coming at you with the first episode of the Music Mastermind Podcast. I cannot express to you how excited I am. I will probably say that a gazillion, bajillion times during this episode alone, because, well, it's the truth. The funny thing is that this podcast coming from me makes complete sense, and yet it has never occurred to me until now in September of 2023 to do this in this way. And I do believe in divine timing. I do believe that the information, the guidance, the insights, the path appears to you right when it's supposed to, not a moment before or a moment after. And so I am... Again, so excited um, to bring this to you, and I pray blessings over you, your life, your career, what it is that you are in the process of creating in the music business, and I pray that this is a wonderful resource for you and that you have so many tremendo aha moments that critically change the way that you are viewing your business and your opportunities and the way that you're showing up for them. Um, so the purpose of this episode in particular is just to, um, set the foundation and give you the lay of the land of the who, what, where, when, when, and why of the podcast, a little bit about me and a whole bunch of disclaimers, since we do live in a world of cancel culture. And I just want to make it very clear from jump what you will get from this podcast and probably what you won't get because you know, it is what it is. You're probably going to hear me say that a lot too. Uh, So starting off, hey, what's up? Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is, it is not Hove. My name is Letitia Cotto. And I have what you call a non-traditional background. Um, I decided at the age of four that I wanted to be in the music business. And it was just something I can remember, um, you know, being in the backyard at my grandparents' house on a swing set and just saying, hey, you know, this is the life for me. And it makes total sense because at the time, um, my mom, Mama Terry, hey, mama, I love you, um, was really into Tejano music. We're from Waco, Texas. And we would go and watch some of her favorite bands play in different venues. And I can remember going backstage with her to greet the artists and the musicians and just knowing that that was the place for me. And so, again, yeah, born and raised in Waco, Texas. My mom was my first A&R teacher. I didn't even know what that was back then, but she exposed me to so many different genres and artists and just gave me a love of music um, that has really shaped me and sustained me even to this day. And so, um, yeah, Waco, Texas, graduated and moved to the east side of Atlanta, Georgia, to Decatur, Georgia, where I... Did my undergrad at Agnes Scott College. I was an economics business and Spanish double major. Did a whole bunch of internships, and the last of which was an internship at the Recording Academy, the nonprofit organization That produces the annual Grammy Awards show, um, which is, you know, the Recording Academy, I can't say enough good things about them. They really put me on my path and they do so much good for music creatives and music professionals um, around the globe. And so if you're not a member, you definitely need to be. And I'm not a, I'm not getting like a sponsorship off of that. That's just truly the way that I feel. And one of the ways that I tell people to plug into the music community is through the Recording Academy because it worked for me. Anywho... Um, I ended up after that internship moving to Miami, Florida, where I worked in the Latin music business for five years. I started out at the very bottom as an A&R production coordinator, uh, working with tropical music powerhouse Sergio George. And I'm also very grateful for that experience in my life because Serge not only taught me about Latin music, music, the music business, but he taught me so much about life and human nature And these principles that still guide the way that I view the world even today. And I'm so grateful uh, for that experience. So after five years, um, I decided to move back to Texas and uh, ended up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area uh, where I was working as a career coach for HVAC and welding students. And my students really inspired me to go back to school. So I ended up moving to Houston where I got an MBA at Rice University And while I was there, I really challenged myself, got outside of my comfort zone and took uh, primarily uh, finance courses because I had always told myself the story that I wasn't good with numbers, that I was a people person, a marketing person, a creative person, but not a numbers person. And then one day I realized I had no data or evidence to support that claim. And so I set out to disprove it. So after I graduated, I worked in corporate finance for about two years. And if I'm honest, like after the first week, I knew it wasn't a long-term fit for me, but I am grateful for the two years that I did work in corporate finance because it gave me a holistic understanding of how a company runs and how all of the different departments and their initiatives and their expenditures come together and ultimately impact the bottom line of a company. And that was an understanding that I did not have uh, before in all of my previous roles. So I am so grateful for that because the truth of the matter is... Um, This is your livelihood and this is your business and it is important that you understand the financial ramifications of every decision that you make. And so um, I did that for two years. And then I left corporate finance and I started my own life coaching company. I got certified and I spent um, probably about five years really delving into the world of self-love and setting the foundation for your success in every area of your life, not just your business, uh, using the principles of self-love, of unconditional love. And that is a lot of what you're going to hear in the Music Mastermind podcast, because that is truly... Um, a tenet of the belief system that I've set up for myself and is something that I truly believe is that um, you have to believe that you're worthy of your dreams and then you have to conquer your mind, uh, which is primarily what we're gonna focus on during our time together. And then you can start thinking about the strategies and the tactics and the marketing principles and the best practices, right? Like there it truly is a process and you have to spend time with each of those things Uh, If you truly desire to change your 3D reality. And so um, I actually, after doing my life coaching business, um, decided to take a position at the University of Texas at Austin as a career coach for undergrad business students and helping them in their career development. And you know, at the time, (laughs) well, let me say this. I think God has a sense of humor. I think anytime you say, God, I'm never, ever, ever, ever going to do this again, or I'm not going to do this or that. God just kind of has a little chuckle and says, oh, really? Well, we'll see about that. And that's what I used to say about music. Um, When I left, you know, Miami all those years ago, I was like, I'm never going to be in the music business again. And again, uh, God was like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll see about that. When the time is right, let's let's see what happens, right?" And so here I am at UT Austin, and what ends up happening is a lot of students start coming to me because they're interested in the entertainment business, and they hear that you know I've got a background in music, and they want to know how do I start my career. And so of course I share with them best practices, you know, things that I actually did that that were successful for me. And, you know, things that I'm seeing in the industry, because even though I wasn't in the music business for all these years, I still kept my finger on the pulse. Because it is something that I'm genuinely interested in and passionate about, um, you know, even if I wasn't, you know, making my income or my revenue within that industry. It was something that I still um, very much cared for. And so in doing that, I don't know if it like planted a seed or it just sparked something in me that was dormant for a long time, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. I haven't felt this pull towards the music business in forever. Anywho, I receive a call from an artist that I had worked with many years ago and he wanted me to manage him. And it was so funny because when he called, I was like, yo bro, like I don't, I'm not in the business anymore. I haven't been in years. Like I don't. I don't think that I could be helpful to you. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, you got to understand, like, I've always known that you would be instrumental in my career. And I was like, well, you know what? Let me, let me think about it and let me make some phone calls and let me see if this is something that I'm still interested in. Right. And so, um, I looked around in the industry and I thought, who do I admire the way that they're doing things? Right. Right. And so it just so happens that a buddy of mine from Rice that we went to business school at the same time um, is working with one of the top hip hop artists in the game today. And I really admire the creativity and the way that they're putting things together. And so, you know, of course, I hit him up and I'm like, yo, can I can I holler at you? Like, I want to kind of see. What it is that you're doing. I'm thinking about getting into music again. And I just want you to share best practices. You know, like MBAs, we we're all about leveraging synergies and best practices and all that, right? So we get on the phone and we talk, and he's, you know, kind of telling me about what's going on. And then he goes, wait a minute, what is it that you say that you're doing it again? And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I can offer this, this, and that. And he's like, Oh, okay, bet. Say less, let's do this. And so literally, um, I wasn't even going into the conversation trying to get, you know, a client or a job or anything. It was truly like an informational interview. And like, I just want to pick your brain and, and see how y'all are approaching these things. Um, but next thing you know, I was back in the business and I really enjoyed it, um, to the point where I ended up going full time with my business and, you know, building up a book of clients that I now support. And in working with music creatives and music professionals um, in the way that I do, what I see that is really missing in the market today, and one of the reasons why I am so passionate about the Music Mastermind podcast is um, there's a huge emphasis on strategies and tactics and best practices and uh, promotional strategies. And yes, all of those things are important and they are doing great work. And I pray that people are blessed by that. But what I found to be true in my life and in so many other people's lives. And when you talk to these people who have reached what you would consider to be the pinnacle of success, when you talk to them, um, and as you'll see, as we, um, begin our journey together and we start bringing in guests onto the podcast, Um, A common theme is that they're not going to be necessarily so focused on the strategies and tactics. Like, yes, they're going to drop that wisdom, but there's going to also be a huge emphasis on mindset, on faith, on operating in excellence, on what you think about, you bring about and getting that foundation so set and concrete that. No matter what happens or what you're seeing on the external, your internal is so secure and so um, set that no matter, you know, who, what, where, when, and why, you know who you are, you know where you're going. And then all of a sudden, it's it's as if this path just appears, right? And so for me as a trained life coach, as someone who loves personal development and who loves the music business, um, I'm excited to combine all of these passions into one in a way that I'm not seeing in the market today and in the in a way that I've never done. So although I've done life coaching and although I work in the music business, I've never tried to combine the two until now. And so there is a little bit of like, oh, my God, what is this going to be? And what am I going to say? And what are the principles that I'm going to share with people? Um, I do believe in building in public. I believe that, you know, you got to get really clear on what you want and then you got to start taking action and walking the path. Um, you can't just sit there and theorize and make assumptions about your path. As you take action, you get new input and you're able either to pivot or to double down on what's working. But if you stand still and all you're doing is like being lost in your thoughts about this, that, or the other, nothing is ever going to happen because you're just all in your head, right? Like I want you to dream big, but then I want you to wake up and go make those dreams come true, right? And so I'm super excited to combine these two worlds together. Um, and so that really is, I think, the the backstage access, the VIP access of um, why I'm creating the Music Mastermind Podcast now. Um, in some episodes, it's gonna be just me jamming on just principles and examples and experiences and things to think about, and so those episodes are gonna be more mindset mastery oriented. And then when it comes to guest interviews, I have no idea what's gonna happen. Um, I always like to prepare a list of questions and I send it to a guest to let them know, a these are the things that are on my radar. But, you know, in the middle of an interview, a question may occur to me that I didn't even expect. And I have no way of predicting or knowing how that's going to come out. And I truly believe that the information and the wisdom and the guidance that you need is absolutely going to come out during my time with that guest. Right. And so I'm just I find myself, you know, having these beautiful conversations and I'm like, man, I wish that I had recorded this and shared it with people so that they could get the blessing of this wisdom that you're instilling in me. And so it's like, duh, like make that happen, Letitia, Um, because I've just had just the privilege to be with some of the most amazing masterminds in the game. And so I'm excited to invite them here to share with me their stories and their wisdom, their best practices, and um, so that it can be, again, a blessing to you. Now, I want to definitely, especially in in a world of cancel culture, I just want to set the stage for uh, a million disclaimers so that you know what you're getting and so that you can use your own discretion and intelligence, right? Like, um... Follow your heart, but take your brain with you. And whenever somebody's telling you something, even if it's me, always take it with a grain of salt and use your critical thinking skills, right? You don't have to agree with me or any of the guests on a hundred percent of anything. Um, A lot of this is to provide perspective, to get you to think about your own life and your own situation. uh, And so that you can take that and do with it what you will. But I absolutely believe in your power and your autonomy and your ability to think critically um, and to create a life and a belief system that feels good to you. So that being said, this podcast and the people on it, and especially me, are perfectly imperfect or imperfectly perfect, meaning that we are both masterpieces and works of art all at the same time. And so I may not always express myself um in the most effective way possible meaning I may say something and stick my foot in my mouth right um that's what happens when you show up and you are trying to be vulnerable and authentic and real you won't always get it right I will make mistakes there may be something that I say that I unintentionally offend you or offend another listener and the thing about me is, I'm gonna listen, right? Like, I'm gonna create a space for dialogue, and I'm going to reserve the right to allow myself to learn in real time. So y'all can't come at me and say, "Well, Letitia, da 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 and I'm be like, "Yo, you need to replay episode one where I explicitly state mistakes will be made, miscommunication leads to complications. Shout out to Miss Hill, and you know, I'm I'm building in public, and I'm showing up vulnerably and authentically understanding that I am not here to be perfect. And even if I was trying to be perfect, I, I couldn't do that because I'm not, <laughs> you know. So I am always happy to engage in uh, dialogue as long as there is a basic um, foundation of loving kindness. I am a human being. You are a human being. And I guess that comes with the territory, especially in the music business, is that when you put yourself out there, you open yourself up to criticism and to judgment and to people not agreeing with you and to people criticizing the way that you look, the way that you talk, the way that you show up as if you weren't human and you didn't have feelings. Well, I am very human and I have very human feelings, (laughs) Uh, just as you do. So I ask that you keep that in mind, especially if you know, there's any comments or anything that you want to say, like, let's keep kindness in the comments and let's create a dialogue and, um, and bring, you know, peace into the world instead of division. Um, so we'll see how that goes. You know, um, I'm, I'm here to do the best that I can uh, to my ability and to serve y'all and to, to provide y'all perspective and wisdom and training. And I, again, trust you. I trust your gut. I trust your ability to make decisions. If there's anything that I say that you're like, "Mm, Tish, I'm not feeling that good. Take what works and throw away what doesn't and create something that feels good to you. And if you don't like me, that's fine. There are eight plus billion people in the world. I don't need all of y'all to like me, (laughs) Um And I pray that there is someone out there who gets you this information and says it to you in a way that resonates with you and blesses you. And that person does not have to be me, you know, and that's another thing. If you are a music creative and a music professional, you have to understand that you are not everybody's cup of tea and there's going to be people that probably don't like you and that's okay. You know, we could put Adele and Beyonce in the studio singing the same song with the same producer, the same instrumentation, the same arrangement, the same lyrics. And at the end of the day, they are going to produce two different works because they are two different people. Their vocal style is different. And there are going to be people who like Adele's version. There's going to be people who like Beyonce version. There's going to be people who like both or don't like any of them. And that is in and of itself is not a reason for either of them to not show up and share and sing and shine with what it is that they've been called to contribute. And when you are a music creative and a music professional, you always have to remember that, that not everybody's gonna rock with you And not everybody's going to understand you and not everybody's going to like you. And you don't do that for them. You don't do what you do for the people who don't like you because they're just never going to like you. You show up, share, shine and sing and serve for the people who do get it and the people who do rock with you. And the only way that they're going to know that you're there is if you are consistently sharing what you're up to. Um, some people call that promotion. Some people call that sales. I just say, yo, this is what it is. This is what I have. This is what I've done. And number one, I'm proud of it. And number two, I'm sharing it with you. If you like it, great. If you don't keep scrolling, but if you do come and join me. Right. And so I am modeling that firsthand with just the way that I'm showing up in my music business now that understanding, I'm not going to resonate with with everybody. There are going to be people out there who are like, nah, that chick, you know, whatever. And there are going to be people, you know, criticizing this, that, or the other. Or, you know, there may be a guest interview and you don't like what they say. And then it turns into tremendo revolu, you know, like a whole thing. And cool, we will deal with it as it comes. But that doesn't mean that the show stops, right? Like the show must go on because there are going to be people who get it. There are going to be people who are blessed by it. And I, I can't control any of it. I'm just being called to contribute in this way. And that's what I'm going to do. And another thing that you're going to see um, very, very apparent from the beginning is uh, figuring it out along the way. So I, just technologically speaking. I am gonna incorporate new technology that I've never used before. And um, I am not an engineer. I am not <laughs> an, <laughs> an audio mixer or anything like that. And I'm not gonna let that stop me, right? Um, with each episode, it'll get better. I will become <laughs> better and more versed at things. And you may hear my life in the background because this is happening at the Letitia Cotto Presents headquarters. So you may hear noises, fans, um, police cars going by and it gets to be what it is because again real authentic vulnerable if you are waiting for things to be perfect before you start uh, making a move you will be waiting forever take what you have with what you know right now and start taking action and who better to model that for you than me so again You are signing up for a perfectly imperfect podcast where we are figuring it out along the way. Um, I will do my best to be honest and transparent. I'm a Sagittarius. That's a huge thing for me. Um, And to provide a sacred container for you to contemplate how you are showing up in your music business. And um, we'll walk that path together. I am not here to fix you because you don't need to be fixed. You are a child of God. Again, you are a masterpiece and you are also a work in progress, right? And so it is that duality that I think trips people up because they start making the work in progress mean that they're not a masterpiece and they start making the masterpiece mean that they aren't a work in progress and you are both at the same time, but it doesn't affect either of that equation, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, if you ever have any questions, anything that you want me to jam on in these podcast episodes, feel free to, um, email me at info at I will do it with discretion. I won't put you on blast. Um, but it helps me to create content that truly speaks to where you're at in your career and what you are aiming for. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm super excited to see all of the great stuff we are going to create, and I will catch you on the flip side. Holla. Now it's your turn. What is your greatest takeaway from this episode, and how will you incorporate that into your music career? Did you find value? Please like, follow, and share with a music colleague to amplify the reach of the Music Mastermind podcast. We'll see you next time. Keep rocking!